Be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the beef that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Welcome to Horror Soup. I'm your host, Caleb, and I would like to welcome my co-host for the episode, Tara Erickson. Tara, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the people what you're all about. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Happy to be here. I'm Tara Erickson, and uh, I'm an actor and a YouTuber and do things online, create videos and edit them and waste away my life on them and come on fun things like this because I am obsessed with TV and movies. I watch too much. So it's just a match made in heaven that I'm here about to talk about a movie called The Faculty, which I have never seen. So it's a brand new movie to me. Uh, I'm right there with you, dude. I had never seen this one before my watch as well. And uh, it, it, it was something I, I can say that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a thing. I, it exists. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I will take that. A lot of stars, though. A lot of name stars. I was like, this movie shot out all the stars that we knew for like the next 10 years. That part is really fucking weird. Like there's there's an absurd amount of notable names in here. And it's kind of like, did you ever see I Still Know What You Did Last Summer? No. no. Was it the next one? I still know. I don't. I probably saw it once and was like, I can forget about that. So, no, I don't remember any of that. That's actually okay. So that's what I thought originally, but I watched it recently. Uh, I'd never seen it before, but I watched it just a few months ago. It's actually way better than the first one and way more fun, but it's also like weird in the way that there's just an absurd amount of like celebrities in there. Like, it, like for no fucking reason, they're just there to be there. All right. Well, then I guess I'll have to check it out. I feel like these guys, though, in this movie are like, were like birthed into being becoming actors after they did this movie. They may have done something before it, but I still am like, how is this cast so star-studded? Meaning, like, literally almost everyone went on to do their, like, B-list, A-list actors. A buddy Kim keeps picking these, like, cheesy, fucking weird... Oddly, like, a lot of them have to do with Kevin Williamson, but she keeps picking these on patreon.com slash horse soup. And, uh, you know what? At first, I was I was kind of upset. With all these picks, I did like, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. There was something else in between that was very odd. I think it might have been the Kevin Bacon one with like throw up under the bed or something. I don't know. Something strange. And now I think I'm kind of okay with these. You're just, just now. Why? I don't know. I, 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 am I going crazy? Did you hate this? No, I didn't. I actually didn't hate it. I kind of thought there were some parts that were, that were cool. And some lines that I wrote down where I was like, oh, I honestly, no joke. And then I'm going to give it back to you because I'm sure you have like more of an intro to do. But I started as I was watching this, I thought, oh, my God, 
is this just where Stan came from? Like the hashtag Stan came from, from this movie? Because they no. say Stan so no. much. No, no. <laughs> That's just a guy named Stan. <laughs> I know, but my God, they're like, Stan, Stan, you don't want to get Stan. I swear to God, they said Stan after he got like bit. And I was like, oh, <gasps> Like they referred to him as like, he was in action or he was like well after he got infected right was he a verb yeah i i i thought i was like did they just say stand and this is where it came from wow i've been hiding under a rock but i realize now that this that was not the case no it it was it was a, a chocolate um little little circle thing you know you get them in in bags uh what are they called um uh a chocolate circle thing a what a what a yeah, yeah, Q and R's. What the the little F chocolate circles a in, a, in, in a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Real time, I'll show you. Okay, let's 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 figure this out right now. You ready? Yeah. Well, hold, oh wait, hold on. Let me get it up first. Okay, so Q and R. You don't know what they are? No. What the hell is a Q and R candy? Is this like an East Coast thing? Those little round chocolate candies. I guarantee you, what you're gonna show me is not called Q and R. Oh yeah, see these things. Oh my god. <laughs> that that guy. He You mean he made M&Ms? The oh yeah, yeah, that guy. That oh dude. wow. We are in for it today. Well that that's the guy that that made the, the crazy people oh, term. I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all coming together now. See, we're good now. We're good we're now. We're good. Sure. I mean, so you did like this movie? (laughs) (laughs) I actually kind of, I, I kind of did, but I also, I love seeing Elijah Wood so young. Oh, he's great. He's so good. I thought everyone in this did a great job, and I really liked how like she was like so sweet, and they they put in that like she's like hi, I'm I forget what her name is, but like she plays whatever her name is, Miranda. What is her name? The blonde girl. I'm gonna look it up. The blonde girl. Oh, that's Mary Bell, man, or Mary or Mary Bate or something. <laughs> I really like the girl who played like Mary Bell, and I liked the love stories and the kids' backgrounds in this movie. I thought it was really believable that they had a girl who just would dress as like an emo kid and slash lesbian, so that everyone would just fuck off and leave her alone. I was like, that is a true thing that people do. No, yeah, that I full on agree with. I've definitely, like, just pretended to not care about, like, I mean, personally, I, I'm pan, so I don't really care. I'm fine with, like, anything. Yeah. But, like, in in the full guise of everything, I'm like, I'll pretend to just be something that's completely opposite of what the other person is that's annoying me uh, just to get them to leave me alone. Now everyone knows your secret. I just hope that they don't listen to this show. Yeah. Right. And then if if I'm doing that to them, you know? Yeah, it would be good to think like whoever listens to the show is people that you think are cool and don't annoy you. Honestly, I would hope so. And then also if they do listen to the show and I am doing that to them and they really feel the need to say something to me, they can fuck off because I'm probably doing it for for a reason. So they can fuck right off, says Caleb. I, I'm not I'm not with that. You're you're not I, I ain't with it. You're not down with it. I don't think Usher would be either. And he was yeah, in this movie. Yeah, why is Usher in this fucking movie? Why the fuck was Usher in this? And then Danny Masterson too. I mean, he didn't age well. 
No, he didn't. But holy junk, Usher is in the very one of the very first shots in this movie. And I was like, is that Usher? That's not Usher. Usher was like in a movie. Was he? Usher was an actor. Why is Usher in this? That was pretty great. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too mad. I'm not going to lie. I was a little mad about it. I was like, he, that's when I was like, OK, why are you doing this? And then Robert D- Rodriguez directed this, which was the oddest part of this movie to me. I will wait. I, I need to remember, like, what else he did. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, oh, dude. And most notable, everyone can back me up. Spy Kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and City's great. Um, I hope I pissed everyone off right now. Go ahead, look up some more so that so that uh, people won't be as mad at me. Um, he hasn't done like a ton of uh, hits. Actually, he doesn't have a lot of hits on the record. Yeah. Y- you're missing some stuff. Let me look under director. I was under producer. I don't know why I was doing that. Please forgive me. Oh my God, he did Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain on Me video short. Wow. Yeah, the, uh, yes, that's most notable. Okay, okay, what else? <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn, the series, which I have not oh, watched. There we go. Okay, there. Uh, we're he's we're into there. a lot of video shorts for musicians. He did one for Demi Lovato, too, <laughs> which I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Machete. Oh, that's what you want to get to. Yeah, machete. Got it. Play Planet Terror. Terror knows. I most I I was actually going to say Sin City. That is honestly the one that came to mind first. See, I'm worried about. Um, I'm really just worried about Spy Kids. Uh-huh. I think that's his best work. Honestly, I think ZZ Top, She's Just Killing Me video short is like outstands and outshines all of them. Well, ZZ Top is is, is great. You know, everyone wants to see some old fucks on the on the stage just going, got a long beard. I love ZZ Top. But um, um, but Spy Kids, The Thumb People. I have never gold. watched that movie and I'm sad that you have. The Thumb People are probably like, one of like the seven wonders of the world how many wonders are there it's like the 13th at least really yeah 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 thumb people okay they're like they're like crab people sure okay but with thumbs oh yeah all right okay yeah i don't i don't think i'm into it honestly just hearing you describe it i'm like ah, do i do i like them or do i like skip it and i'm like skip it is where i'm at no see that's people. wrong Oh no! Skipping that's wrong. it, skipping it all day long. So the faculty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get to the point, Caleb. What'd you have for breakfast? Oh, let's see. Actually, you want the truth? I'm not gonna even give yeah, you yeah, a yeah. joke. I'm gonna give you a. I ate these mini cookies that are like mini brownies, but in oh. cookie form. Hmm. Huh, I had like three of them. Oh, wow. delicious. That sounds great. I've been trying to skip breakfast. What did you have for a midnight snack? Hmm. Um, brownies that are mini cookies. Okay, so this movie starts out like it's so aggressive, like two seconds in. <laughs> there's just this coach like yelling at some tiny mouth, curly haired white boy. His name, that's Stan. That's Mr. Stan. At, this coach is fucking pissed. Like, I feel like he had some pent up aggression from like his home life or something. Because he looked like he was going to murder this child. I agree. He's intense. I w- this is why I didn't play sports, Caleb. If there was anyone that just yelled at me like that, I'd literally just be like, okay, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going home. 
I have no patience for that kind of stuff. Like, someone just acts a fucking fool like that, and I'm just like, okay, bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm fucking done. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Robert Patrick is such a good actor, though, that, like, when you watch him on screen, you're like, damn, he looks so young, and then he gets mad. He plays angry really well. Yeah, he plays angry well, like, to the point that it kind of just annoyed me, like, in the beginning. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right, bud. So all these school people, they have a little meeting about how the football team is the top priority and how the music department is just, like, shit and no one cares about it. And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm pissed. And they all leave. And the head director of delivering uh, terrible news just kind of, like, leaves the building. And then she's like, oh, shit, I forgot my keys. Let me go walk back through here. So it wasn't going well for her right off, right off the bat. It was terrible for everyone right off the bat, unless they were part of football. So she meets up with uh, this angry football coach who immediately is just like, ha, hey, fuck you. And he stabs her through the hand. And then uh, what was that, like a large steak or like a thick pencil? No, it was it was a it was a pencil. Right? It was a pencil. Was that just like, I think so. I thought it was like a sharpened pencil. And he just was like, Rah! that almost looked like 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 a, like a vampire steak or something. Just a small version of whatever it, I thought it was. What is he doing? Whittling those at his desk? Where is he going to get a miniature steak thing? I don't believe that was of a pencil. It might not have been. Honestly, I didn't pay that close attention. I was mostly like, oh, 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 okay, that went quick. Yeah, because that was what, like five minutes? No, like three minutes in, probably. Yeah, it was It was very quick. And then you, you get the, like, I always wanted to do that. I mean, a line that I expect from this kind of movie, to be fair, but... A little cheese is what you're saying. A little corn bolly. Yeah, just a little irritating. A little a little too much. Yeah. And then she runs off and she gets into like this opening a door scuffle, which I thought was fairly odd because I was like pretty positive that she could fit through that gap in the door. Yeah, I agree. It's just the chain was at waist level. Luckily, thank God they put it there. So there wasn't like too many but she could have snuck down and, and probably gone through. That thing was so far open, like her entire head was like poking through it, basically talking to the chick and she was like, you gotta help me get out. And I'm like, dude, just climb out at that point. Yeah. Somehow like she ends up running back to get her keys and then she comes back, she ends up getting out. And then like this old music teacher uh, stabs her with some scissors and then she's like, I always wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. Because the callback <laughs> happened too soon. Yeah, it was like three minutes after. I was like, wait, hold on. You got to wait at least like 45 minutes to do that callback. I agree so that we don't see it coming because it was like it came again at the very end. Yeah, it, it did. And that one was also fucking stupid, but <laughs> it's fine. I, for some reason, I was okay with most of this movie, even though it was pretty ridiculous. But... um. I do want to say that scissor kill was actually kind of cool. The way she was like kind of standing there at the end and it was like just zooming in on her and she was like waiting. Yeah, like all of the act, like their face changes before they like murder. Like that's the dead giveaway. It's there's it's not because you all of a sudden they have a pair of scissors that are coming at you. It's like they're smiling and then they're not. And you're like, oh, you've changed. Yeah, maybe we should say that because this movie is basically like Invasion of the Body Snatchers with like the Thing remake mixed in, which is weird because the Thing remake came after, but it's more, I would literally say it's more like the Thing remake than the actual Thing. I never watched the Thing remake, probably on purpose because I really love the Thing. 
the remake is not good, so I mean, you're not missing much, but it's kind of funny, I guess. If you watched it as if it was like a prequel to this movie, it might be kind of fun. <laughs> but I don't think I want to watch anything as a prequel to this movie. I had a fun time watching this. I think it was so fucking shitty, and it was so ridiculous, but it was just like so okay at the same it was so okay with what it was i feel like that i just went into it and i was like i don't know maybe i'm just going fucking crazy at this point i like the writing in regards to the relationships like i thought that it was pretty real in regards to how teenagers react and like relationships and how they behave in high school i thought that was really realistic and it 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 drew me in to like know more about the characters so you would kind of care what happens to them that it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as some other movies where you're like, I don't give a shit if anybody dies here. I started off listening to you and I was going to disagree. And then that last line just made me completely agree. Because for some reason, I did care whether or not these people died. But I don't agree with the first part. I don't think the, I cared about like the relationships or like their backstory or anything. I didn't give a shit about it. But I think I think it's just the weird feeling of like these Kevin. I don't know if it's Kevin Williamson, like just kind of like putting his like his aura on these people that for some reason, like I just like this style of movie now to an extent, aside from like the original. I still or I know what you did last summer. That fucking sucks. But um, I don't know. I think it's like the feel of these 90s movies that suck so fucking much, but they kind of know that they suck. So they go full send into it that I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with this. And I cared about these characters, even though I feel like the complete opposite of what you were saying. I feel like they were built terribly. I mean, I, I really wanted, uh, obviously you want Jordana Brewster and Elijah Wood to get together. Cause Elijah's like, obviously the hero, the good guy of this film. Jordana is kind of, she's a cunt, but she, and she's, she would be bad for him. But like, but you're like, yeah, get them together. And he might make her like not a twat anymore. Like he might make her like good because she's smart. She runs a newspaper. She's got brains, but she's an idiot because she's all about like, I got to date the captain of the football team. Like she's a cunt. But Clea Duvall is like awesome as Stokes in this movie. I wanted her to date Stan. And then they do. And she like, you know, when she kisses him, I was like, yay. I don't know. I kind of got excited about the relationships, even though it's, nerd alert but i liked it yeah i mean i will kind of agree i think she didn't really get changed at the end and i also don't get her whole like i have to date the cool jock because in the end she does the opposite of that i guess it's just because he ends up being a hero or whatever but that's fine but yeah you do you do want them together just as kind of like a fuck you to everyone else but it's also like it's weird getting invested into these characters at all i feel like (laughs) Like, especially in this, like, because I feel like it's the thing that they try to do in so many of these 90s movies. They're like, we have to get people invested in these characters. (laughs) And then they spend too much time on that and not like the rest of it, like the horror aspect of it. But then this one is just like so fucking weird that I feel like it's odd that I get why you would be invested in the characters. But I feel like it's odd that that happens anyway, when that's totally like almost not the focus of this while still being the focus of it. It's kind of like they wrote the movie and someone was like, listen, you got to have some sort of like romance in here and relationships that we give a shit about that put in what happens in fucking high school. Like people want to like mess around. They want to date, they break up. Guys are in love with girls that they never talk to. Those, those kinds of things are the reason why like 10 things I hate about you or like 
all the 90s movies where the girl wears glasses and then all of a sudden she takes off her glasses, takes down her hair and she's like a supermodel. But everybody loved that shit because it was a story of like a girl in high school and you have all these options of people around you and you can like change your life within like a week, like in high school. And I feel like when people go to stories like this that take place mostly in a high school, they like want to revisit those feelings of like, oh, like anything is possible in high school. Like you, you know what I mean? Well, let me switch it up a little bit. I think Kevin Williamson just loves that fucking shit. Cause I mean, he's the dude that made scream. He's the dude that fucking did the storyboard for, uh, I know what you did last summer. And all of his movies have like that weird little, they all have the same fucking dynamic. So I actually think like, as much as I think that this is such a, or that's such a side concept of these movies and this movie in particular, um, I also think that it's the thing that he focused on the most. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, why it actually probably works better than if he didn't focus on them at all. I don't know. You know what? Here's one thing I don't know. I didn't look up the budget for this. I'm going to do that real quick because now I'm wondering. I feel like this had to be a fucking bomb. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess it's more like probably a cult thing where like maybe they make money on rentals now. I can't imagine it was good. The bo- the box office was forty million, but let's see what the budget was. Fifteen million. It wasn't a bomb. Oh no, okay. that made money. That made good money. I'm all- I'm also wondering like there was more money that went like somewhere else to advertise. I'm wo- I'm wondering if advertising was like involved in this marketing in the nineties, probably. Yeah, that was probably a good amount. I- I'm just wondering if it's involved in the budget though. Huh. I don't know. Wow, did you know he was a creator on Dawson's Creek, the writer of this movie? Which writer? Because, I mean, Kevin. I know Kevin Williamson did the- That's what uh, I'm talking this. about. Kevin Williamson was like a writer on a bunch of Dawson's Creek things. I mean, Kevin Williamson is- I think he's a really good writer. I mean, he made one of the best fucking- Or, like, I would say probably, like, the best horror movie in the 90s. I mean, it launched, like- Right. Just a whole new world of horror, but I don't know. I, I it actually kind of baffles me that it was only fifteen million for this because I know uh, a lot of these people got like fairly bigger after, but I just feel like there were so many big names in this that they still kind of knew what they were going for. Yeah, but they kept it. They were really smart in regards to the location. It's literally one location the entire time. They don't have to move anywhere. Is it? Does it leave the high school at all? Um, except for that, do they go to a party? I'm like kind of blanking. I don't think it ever leaves the high school except to the par- parking lot, which is still in high school grounds. Uh, I, I, it never leaves that location. So like, well, they're in a house at one point, but I think they're just in the room. Cause uh, there's the point where uh, one of the, whose dad was it? The start Elijah Wood's dad. Like he rips a book in half. Oh, right. And we- <laughs> that was fucking, that was fucking, uh, that was shooter McGavin from uh, happy Gilmore. Fucking Chris McDonald. Oh my God. You're right. <laughs> he got so fucking pissed because like pretty much okay let's just give ahead a little bit elijah wood pretty much finds out that there's like weird alien shit going on uh, i'll do the introductions in a second but we'll talk about this first he finds out that there's like alien shit going on and then chris mcdonald gets all pissed off after he thinks it's not true and then he just like goes to his r- room and starts destroying everything and then at one point he's just like oh this book fuck this book and rips it in half Elijah Wood's like that's government property and he's like what I thought the the biggest the biggest part of that scene that I remember was that he had George 
Elijah Wood's character has Georgiana Brewster's pictures above his desk. And I was like, oh, sweet. That's just, that's just gay. It's not. Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so corny. That's a lame attention to detail. That's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I hate that. It's so no. nerdy. But great. I don't want that in a movie where they have like CGI tadpoles attacking people. Like ah! I don't that I don't and that's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's like it's a thing. Yes, right. go into your intro, Caleb. We're past the intro. You're re- you're off to I don't we know got what you're the, doing. You're we like, got over the intro after the things. first look, there is structure in this fucking chaos, is there, all right? Where is it? There's structure where I fucking say there's structure. Oh, God bless America. America backs me up. I All right. I doubt that. The, the American people, they love me. <laughs> they put me put me on billboards and they say, yeah, Caleb, make your fucking intros longer. Yeah. Give me a longer intro. Yes, please. Make the entire episode an intro. Yeah, it would just be you complaining about the movie, which is what most of the podcast is, so I don't think a lot would change. A lot would change, all right? My intros mean something. They're, these aren't just... these are Okay, you know, this is where you're getting me all wrong. You think that my intros are just... They're just here? Uh-huh. But they're not here. My intros, at least here. Just for everyone listening, then, he's putting... He's just moving his hands around a lot. But if I want to... Yeah. They could be here. Yeah, his hand went really high, but honestly, his other hand that showed me where he was before, it's not that far off. It still seems like No. No, I was I was here. Uh-huh. Now I can't now even see his hands. I, I'm go it's I was just... I was okay, that's why I was It's a way terrible there. metaphor for a podcast, and then now Caleb. I'm I'm here. Sure. And everyone nobody knows where your hands are at. That's where I am and I know all you fucks listening you know too that I'm I, my intros are here, right? You guys know. Back me up. He's pointing at his I, mustache. I want every. That's not what I'm doing. Don't don't patronize me. I want it. everyone to email Tara and let her know that I am here. So I'm just gonna move on from what's happening right now, and we're gonna get back into um, what's this movie again? Alien High School. <laughs> high School Aliens. Et Et goes to. What's the high school called? Foosball High. Found in football field. So let's introduce the 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 characters. We have the emo girl, uh, Skeksis or something. Uh, Sto- Stockley. Uh, Stokely Stokes. Starkey, Starkey. Okay. Um, <laughs> she uh gets approached by this chick called uh, Mary Beth, who is like the chick from. It's so weird that this whole movie is placed in Ohio, and then this chick is from out of town, like Ohio isn't out of town. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How is Ohio the town that you were just like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm moving to Big Shot, Ohio from my little old southern uh, hinky-dink place. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're in a hinky-dink bullshit place. Yeah, I agree. Ohio? I remember, I remember I had a college class and this chick was from Ohio and I literally, uh, she was called Ohio like by the teacher. Me being who I am, 
I forgot that completely. And when I went to like say something to her one day, I was like, Hey, Utah, what's up, Utah? And then she was like, uh, Hey, and then I talked to her for like a little while, or maybe I called her like Wyoming or something. I don't even know. I just, it was just, I'm, it was probably Utah. Yeah, that sounds right. It's probably Utah. Just stick to the first state, Caleb. It's so much worse, right? I should just stick to the story. Yeah. So sticking to the story, I call her Utah. And then, uh, I have a conversation with her for a while, and she's like, yeah, it's Ohio, by the way. And I'm like, why the fuck are you correct? That's the same thing. You're talking about the same fucking place. Utah and Ohio. This is the same fucking place. They're both not great. It's just so ridiculous. It's like basically the same thing. I understand. She didn't, she really shouldn't have opened her mouth like most women. Here's the thing, though. You could do it with men, too. You could silence men if they're from Ohio. By just going... Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. You can do it in like in like any any. Uh, I can like, do it normal. Yeah, yeah. You can do it like like a normal human being. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Uh, where are we at in this movie? I don't Mary know. Beth. Yeah, so Mary Beth, the Ohio chick. Uh, she's just like, damn girl, you fuck with aliens, Stokely. And then uh, Delilah shows up and she rips on the emo chick a little bit. And she's like, hey, Skeksis is actually a lesbian. And Mary's like, oh, I'm not too familiar with lesbians because I'm from the country where I fuck my cousin. The whole thing they did there. She did not say the cousin part, audience, but I did think that it was really funny that she says that she goes, oh, we're not real familiar uh, with lesbians. I I I don't think it... It definitely doesn't run in my family lineage. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is just so funny that that's like that's probably still what people think that it like runs in your in your gene code. I didn't know that lesbianism went through the bloodstream. <laughs> and we meet fucking uh, Elijah Wood, who I I can't remember his name. I'm just going to call him Elijah Wood the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, he slowly walks around the campus uh, holding a camera and uh, drinking apple juice, which I thought was adorable. Why wouldn't Elijah Wood be walking around with a fucking camera and drinking apple juice on the campus? I agree. Sounds like every fucking hipster in high school. Like, he's of course he's doing that. It's fine. So uh, the, the coach walks up and he's just like, hey, buddy, why aren't you running? And he's like, because I'm fucking walking here drinking apple juice. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you should run. And he's like, I don't think a person should run unless he's being chased. And he's like, good. I'll chase you. I'll chase you, bud. I'll chase you real good. Yeah, it was awkward. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. To say the least. Very upset. It was like, oh, they needed to find a way to set this up and like get the story rolling with the kid being like, what's going on here? And of course, it has to be like the the smart kid. Wasn't that another callback line too? Didn't he say that, ba- say that later? He was like, oh, you did really well at getting chased or some sh- stupid shit like that. It was like the worst callback line I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it was bad when he goes, hey, you should join the 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 football team um you, you were really good yes at getting chased is what he said yeah that's what it was you were really good at getting chased yep and he said that in front of his dad too i was like okay at that point father maybe you should just believe what elijah is saying no his father was just so excited to hear that his nerd alert son who runs around with a camera could maybe play with a football yeah and then he goes home and rips his books apart <laughs> typical dad that was actually fucking hilarious. Like, drawing those two things together is like, oh, okay, yeah, of course you did that. Yeah. Of course you're happy about the football, and then you rip his books in half. 
And then he's like, listen, those pictures of Jordana Brewster above your your computer can stay. What about the porn? Remember the mom was like, get his porn. I was like, why does mom know where it's at? And then they start, yeah, she's so aware. And then they start all joking as a family about like, you don't get to jerk off to this chick anymore. And they were like saying like the chick's name on the front cover. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I agree. That part was a little, was a little odd. There's a line later too. Um, uh, Do you remember that line that was like about uh, Jennifer Love huge tits and then um, Ah. Neve Neve Campbell? Yes, they are in love with all of them there. The fucking Zeke was like selling uh like aftermarket like because he's like the worst dealer ever. He sells everything, but it's all junk, and he sells like fucking aftermarket porns. I I want to know what was on it because it was it was probably just like him just pasting their faces onto someone's body. But it was like literally like Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love huge tits porn. And he was like, yeah, dude, it's five bucks. I got three of these DVDs back here, full frontal nudity. Uh, no, no, they were VHSs. But yeah, he probably just draws stick figures and uh, tries to replicate their faces as well as he can for for a druggie turned artist turned entrepreneur out of the back of his car. I feel like he didn't even do that much. I feel like he probably just got like some random porn that looked nothing like them. And he was just like, here you go. Because remember when he was selling that ID to uh, Danny Masterson earlier in the movie? Oh, yeah. And they were like, it looks nothing like you, right? It was like a chubby little like Asian guy. And if anyone's ever seen Danny Masterson, this was literally Danny Masterson. Like He looks exactly how he did in that 70s show. It's just it's just like uh, like toward the end of uh, what, like season like five through seven or something when he had a beard. Yeah. He just looks exactly like that. Yeah. I agree. And then on the fucking thing, if anyone's ever seen a Vic Diaz, um, he kind of just looks like Vic Diaz on a fucking ID, which is just like, and he's not a fat little Asian man, but he kind of looks like it. So I'm just using him as a reference. <laughs> but I was like, wait, and he's at, and they were debating it. They were like, huh? So are we gonna are we gonna buy this? And I'm like, no, don't buy that. It's not going to work. No, don't buy that. Don't buy that. <laughs> that was Caleb yelling at the TV during this whole movie. I was so angry. Well, yeah, you're right. At the, the whole movie, because every time he was selling something, I was fucking pissed. I was like, dude, you guys are falling for this. I love it, though. I, w- once I found out it was just caffeine pills, I was like, damn, if only I'd watched this movie in the 90s. And I was like, still in school, I could have done the same thing and been like, I got drugs and it would just be caffeine pills and I would sell them for like 50 bucks a pop. Okay, so I guess we can get into a few stories. I mean, I did sell oregano to a kid once and told him it was weed, made 15 bucks off of it. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, I I watched him smoke it. It was a pretty weird time in my life. I was in like ninth grade and I was like, yeah, dude, he's some weed. And then I sold it to him and then he literally like walked off and then I watched him smoke it and he was all like coughing and shit. And then he came back and he was like, this was fucking good shit, bro. No, he didn't. Yeah, he asked me if I had more, but then I felt bad at that point. I was like, I'm not selling you more. Oh, my God. Little oregano boy. I I figured he wasn't even going to smoke it. I thought he was just going to look at it after he walked away and be like, what the fuck? And then he actually smoked it. I was like, oh, that's a problem. But So basically what you're saying is we could get high on oregano. 
I think it's more of a placebo effect. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Unless uh, I think it's kind of like you just dying because you're smoking a, a herb uh-huh. or you know like a little uh, yeah something that you shouldn't smoke. And then I think it's just your body like shutting down. And then you're like, oh, dude, I'm so high, but really you're just you're like partially dying. You're partially dying for like a moment, and then yeah. Sounds so fun. Yeah. So as for the caffeine pills, this whole movie, he's selling like little uh, hollowed out Bic pens with fucking just a bunch of what you think is a caffeine. In, or, I mean, not, uh, not caffeine. You think it's like cocaine or something in the beginning because they're just all snorting it, which is also absurd because it's like an entire pen filled. And I'm like, if that's a fucking line of coke, that is the biggest fucking line of it. And at first I thought they were just taking bumps or like putting it on their hand or something. That was just the way to dispense it. You come to find out they're snorting the entire fucking pen. All the way up. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. And if anyone's ever held a big pen, I mean like. It's a lot. It's a lot of cocaine. It's like as big as my finger or bigger. Like it would. It's it a giant so much. line of cocaine. That is insane. And I was like, okay, these guys are just going fucking off. And then also, he's selling them for five bucks. And I'm like, even, I don't know, even in 98, five bucks doesn't sound right. You think they would have caught on with the price. But just like you think the kid would have thought, what the F is this? It smells like oregano in the bag. Kids are just like, we'll we'll take it. The oregano thing? That's ridiculous. And dude, I'm, if you're listening right now, I genuinely am sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. You're a fucking idiot. But I'm, I'm like kind of sorry that you're so fucking stupid that you that you fell for that when I was like 12 and I think he was even like a year older than me. That's your fault. That's fine. But aside from that, um, I feel like the cocaine thing, the caffeine cocaine thing is a little easier to deal with because it's like, you know what? They're in a small Ohio town. What the fuck is Ohio? That's like dumber than the guy that fucking smoked the, ore- the oregano. <laughs> if there's no cocaine in that town and someone just comes in and they're just like, hey, here's snort, snort this whole fucking big pen filled with crushed up caffeine pills, you'll think it's cocaine. I, I could see that happening to just an entire town. None of them have ever done real cocaine, and they're just snorting caffeine and shit, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's white, it's powdery, this is cocaine. It juices them up. That makes more sense to me. It makes a hundred... If you're fucking snorting caffeine pills, you are gonna feel very high. What I don't get is them, like, laughing and going like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like I don't I don't know if, about all that like because they're going like off I could see them just being like just fucking straight up cracked out and shit like tweaked out as they would say in this yeah well no one else actually really lost their mind except for Elijah Wood Elijah starts and then everyone else starts but then it kind of like focuses every time something gets serious there's just no more laughing they're just like oh it's serious time now yeah I guess I don't remember that because I was kind of over them being high and being like who is it gonna be and it's so weird that that kind of stays for, like, the rest of the movie, too. Like, it's just, like, a running theme. Yeah. There's still the the, the very beginning uh, revealed a translucent tadpole, you know, that Elijah Wood just kind of found in the... In the football yard. In the football field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football yard. Um, <laughs> He finds this tadpole, and he brings it to, like, his fucking teacher. And then he, they're just looking at it through a microscope. He's like, huh, I think you found a new species, which I'm like, I don't think this guy knows that fucking much to, to even be able to determine, like, oh, I think this is an entire new species. What, do you know all species, you fucking dick? The fuck are you talking about? I agree. That part was very unbelievable. 
it was ridiculous, but let's, it, it's fine. It's fine. They spill some water on this little tadpole, and then that's pretty much when they find out it's a tadpole. Before that, it kind of just looked like a cocoon, like a slimy, like, fake cocoon, and I was like, all right, cool. Then they spill water on it, and they're like, oh, it's moving. Let's put it in this um giant fish tank, this empty fish tank that I have in the corner of my fucking science lab for no reason. <laughs> You're so- right. There were no fish in it. Or were there? No. No, 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 Dara, it was just right. like water. There was nothing in there. It was just a fucking fish tank just ready for, like, any fish that they would happen to find one day. I was uh, like, all right, that's cool. They're waiting on a parade win. And then they put this thing in, and it just starts swimming around and grows, like, some giant, like, fucking whiskers out of nowhere. And I'm like, why... Why are you not alarmed? Like, it's fine if it grows whiskers over time, but why are you not alarmed with, with the fact that it just did that immediately? And then he puts his hand in there, and then it, like, duplicates, and there's another fucking one of them in there, and then it, like, grows some giant teeth and then bites the tip of this scientist's finger, and I was like, you guys are not reacting, like, the way that you should to all of this. The kids just look at him pretty hopelessly. I'm like, well, if he wants to stick his hand in there, he's the teacher. And then when he pulls his hand out, he goes, I'm fine, it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, that dude's bleeding everywhere. You're like, no, you're you're not fine. Apparently, this is a new species, and it has grown teeth and replicated itself in under 10 seconds. I don't think any of this is fine. Dude, Elijah Wood had a great fucking line right here, which was, uh, where did it get teeth? And I just thought he was such a fucking idiot right <sighs> there. I was like, okay, yeah, I get, like, where's, like why does he have like some insane teeth like that that'll do that to you but it's like what do you mean where did he get teeth where does fucking anything get teeth well i love that josh hartnett who's like the drug dealer in this movie is the one who's like the smartest and has all the answers that's also fucking weird i don't know why he is why he is uh i i liked that they gave him the background of like you just assume that the kid who's being shitty and peddling like porno at the back of his car and fake caffeine pills and big pens is like a real dumbass who sits around and plays video games all day except josh hartman's character doesn't do that he like likes to go in his bunker and do science science i think is a stretch i think that dude's making meth chemistry we call it chemistry it's still chemistry i'm gonna call it fucking jesse from breaking bad Like, in the early days, like, before he met Walter White? A little bit of a degenerate, but doing things that make him... He still... It just was weird. Like, him in the classroom, everyone was asking all these questions, and Josh just had all the answers. His name was Zeke, actually, in this. Zeke, I know. I just keep calling him Josh Hartnett. Zeke. No, yeah, see, we can only do that with Elijah Wood. Everyone else has to be their, their character name. All right, name. Zeke. That, that's, the, that's the role of the you show. You actually look a lot like Josh Hartnett. I take offense. You do? Yeah. You do, right? Like, you've gotten that. I, I actually take incredible Whatever. offense. That Just guy. Just message him. If Like, look at him. You know what? Look up no, his no. pictures. Tara. Go look at Josh Hartnett from this movie and please tell Caleb. People are gonna now agree with I'm me. I'm really fucking They're gonna pissed. Agree with you're me. you're gonna no. You're gonna say based off of this that guy with his stupid fucking haircut. That guy. I don't know where he fucking. I don't know who his barber was. He needs to get one that's actually cool and cares about him. He did have a shitty haircut. 
His barber wants to fucking murder him. He wants him to get killed by someone for looking at him and going, what the fuck is wrong with your... I take personal offense you look like to how looking he looks at now, his though, hair. Too. Josh Hartnett is a handsome motherfucking guy. Like, go to his IMDb page and don't tell me you're his, you're his twin. Like, you guys are, like, the same. He just has short hair and you have long hair. Josh Hartnett. I'm, I'm going to it He's right now. He's in a suit and it. that is you. That is literally you. Now I'm losing my mind because I'm like, I was like, oh, wow, he actually looks like him. And now I'm like, you are him. Why does he still have the dumbest fucking haircut I've ever seen? He does Why have does a he really have that... dumb haircut, but he's 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 a handsome dude. I don't think it's 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 too shitty to get Josh Hartnett. You know, there could be worse things. I feel like you just stabbed me in my ass. I'm sure you enjoyed it. You're welcome. With, like, a jagged, mangled butter knife. Fun. Even more eventful. His haircut sucks. His haircut does suck, but he did not suck in, like, I think Black Hawk Down, he had, like, longer hair. It wasn't long like yours. You're just, you are, you are just, you're a hippie face right now, right? You've got, you've got long hippie hair. <sighs> Look, I bring you on my show and you talk to me about your 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 white people fig newton <laughs> breakfast. Your And then your, I call your hair hippie. You compare me to this to this disgusting haircut and then now you you sit here and and you smile at me You're and laugh get at me. You get so many messages about how you look like Josh Hartnett and I can't wait. It's going to be a terrible week for you. Sorry. Look, you you guys you are know, twins. Look, here's the thing. This whole show is just a terrible life for me. I get ripped on for everything. It's nothing new. It, it goes from one thing to the next. La- you know, I've been gay V for Vendetta for a while now. I don't think they're going to take the Josh Hartnett thing. Uh, I don't think they're going to take that for a while. I don't know. People like to pick up what I put down, Caleb. Just letting you know. So far, the only thing I know that you put down is little brownie cookies. Those are very enjoyable. Five stars. So, uh, I mean, honestly, it doesn't sound like you're missing anything. What's the brand? I don't know. Mini brownie cookies. Well, that's the problem because uh, you're occupying my air, you anal probe. Happy to be here. This movie occupied my anal air, too. So why don't we just continue? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you remember that line from the movie, though? No. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. <laughs> Elijah Wood's getting bullied in the locker room, and then, like, uh, I don't remember who walks by, but just some of the jocks walk by, and they're like, you're in my way. And he's like, sorry, sorry that I was breathing here. And they're like, yeah, that's the problem. You're occupying my air, you anal probe. Oh, right. Didn't Usher say that? Oh, that was Usher. That was Usher. Yeah, I couldn't remember who said that line. They got Usher to call him an anal probe. Love it. Sold. I didn't remember it, though. 
So yeah, Mr. Stan heads in the shower. Uh, he sees some old bitch uh, walking inside the shower with some boils on her feet. And her her hair and her skin is just, like, falling off. And it's kind of ridiculous how they explain this off. Because the bell rings. Elijah Wood and Stan are in the office talking about what just happened. And then, like, the weird old chick that stabbed uh, fucking that doctor chick from earlier... She's like, oh, yeah, so that old chick, uh, her scalp just started falling off because uh, uh, cancer. Yeah, it was cancer. I was like, wait, because this chick's skin was like, you just touch it and, like, pull her hair a little bit, and it was just sliding off. And they were like, yeah, okay, cool. That's how cancer works, huh? That's, that's how cancer. And they, everyone believed it. They were like, oh, yeah, cancer. of course cancer does that. Cancer's the worst. There was like, that's a, I guarantee that in, even in the nineties, people really did believe that more, more than it, that it's absurd to have that writing and have it that extreme. I guarantee you people watch this and was, and we're like, oh my God, that's what cancer does. Well, dude, you go like a few decades back, you have reefer madness. You go a few decades after that. And like, people thought that like AIDS was just for the gays. Like people just like, they, they like to just think that things are certain ways when they have no fucking evidence whatsoever. I agree. <laughs> and this is, this is a very good uh, case in point. I feel like that that could make sense. Like, oh shit, yeah, cancer melts you. Uh, Goddamn radiation. Yeah, like a nuclear bomb, baby. So now we see uh, Zeke selling videos of, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt and all that. And then this teacher that has like a weird thing for him walks up and she's like, hey, you got to start stop selling porn out of the, your trunk and you got to stop selling drugs to people because I've had complaints from multiple students about you giving them mind altering substances. She's so weird, too. Or I was like, why is she choosing to play that character? And then when you realize what happens after, you're like, oh, yeah, she needed to play the two extremes. But uh, I also thought, I was like, does she have a crush on him? Why is she giving him so much crap? Like, who cares? She 100% does. And I don't think she was, uh, I don't think she was turned yet at this point either. No, she wasn't. She was just her normal teacher and she was okay, totally yeah. into him. That's why I was confused. I was like, just let him sell stuff as a car. He's in the parking lot. Who cares? Leave him alone. Also, why are you so awkward? I will say I got in trouble in the parking lot for doing um, illegal things in high school. So I guess that could happen. Um, but then you want to expand on the legal things or allegedly. Um, OK, I don't get why he's still even in school because they said he's like a like triple super senior or something. And he's, like, just still there, and he's selling drugs and shit. And I'm like, why don't you just go do that full-time at this point? Because why are you still in school? He's living, like, alone, yeah. too. Right? Because I was like, where are his parents? Are his parents making him do it? Because that would make sense. But he is by himself. He said his parents are dead to him. Because, like, the Mary Beth at one point, she was like, oh, my parents are uh, dead. And he was like, mine might as well be. There you go. Okay. Well, maybe they make him go to school, but that is a good point. I mean, they're, it's not like they're checking up to see if he's absent. There is no way that his parents are living with him because he literally has an entire meth lab, like, just downstairs. I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> That's true. That is true. 
<laughs> so it's absurd. I'm like, why? You, why is this guy even still at school? Like, if this teacher really wants to fuck him that bad, like, <laughs> why doesn't she just say like, hey, you know what? This is legal at this point because I'm sure he's probably he's he has to be like five years older than all the other ones at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? He's probably legal at this point. Why don't you just get over this little weird horny at school mess you have going on? Tell him to stop going to school and go fucking deal drugs with him and be with him. Like, why is this guy still here? Because where is he going to you sell drugs to kids at school? I guess that's true. But, you know, that's the biggest audience. That's the way he can make money. Get a landline. Uh, Get a fucking landline and meet up with them after school or something. Kids after they're home from school. Nobody goes home. Kids are like out screwing around. You're already at school now. I'm feeling at this point, if he gets in trouble at school doing illegal shit, he's still going to get arrested because he's of age. And they're going to be like, okay, well, you've been at this school for like five years longer than you're supposed to be here. So why wouldn't we arrest you? I don't think he has like, I don't think he has like, you know, that little out from the law right now. I think he's still fucked. So I'm like, dude, I'm I'm just so mad by the fact that he's even here. Honestly, it's it's irritating. You're mad that you look like him. You're mad that he's still in school. Oh, You're that mad guy, huh? that he sells drugs. He's just mad. No, I am mad that you think I look like... It's just so, like... You're going to get so many messages that are like, you look just like Josh. You're responsible for my suicide at this point. Yeah, we should probably just finish the podcast, though, before you... No, you're you're going to jail now. No. You're the one that's in school for too long. Oh, you're the haircut. I'm the haircut now. The really, the really bad haircut. At this point, um, she starts talking to him about his magnum dong or something because uh, she 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 tries to give her chocolate laxatives. Uh, she doesn't want them though. And then he's like, "Yeah, I got cherry magnum condoms." And then uh, she just kind of leaves. They just leave that out in the air. And then Casey and Delilah start investigating the teacher's lounge and see the coach and the old hag splashing water on their face and acting all strange. And then that's when uh, Selma Hayek shows up and she starts popping pills until she gets cornered by the coach and the old chick. Yeah, she's like, there are not enough drugs. And she's there with the cold. She's been there all day with the cold. And I'm just like, that would never last today. Like, what are you still doing working around a bunch of kids? And she's like, coughing and sneezing she looks like shit and i'm like this is so weird that that did used to happen where like you could just like go to work with like a really bad cold and people would just be like oh yeah cool she's got a cold but she's still here and now watching it during rona it's like oh wait no you gotta go home and she makes this really funny joke too that's like oh yeah uh they were like oh you should use your sick days and she's like oh wait um i'll use those when i feel better which i was like haha treat them like vacation days Honestly, yeah, play play the system. You're like, oh, wait, these are my last days. I'm really sick. I was surprised she died so fast because it's Salma Hayek. I don't even think she died. I, 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 It was, like, weird. So I do, like, kind of kill counts for these, but it was weird doing the kill count for this because I was like, I don't think I could really do a kill count because, like, only a few people fully died. Like, some people got turned, but then they had this whole dynamic in this where they were like, when we kill the main boss, everyone is okay again. So I was like, um... Right. I guess, yeah, so she didn't die. She, like, died and then came back immediately. But she does die right here. But she does die, yeah. Which I was like, oh, that was quick. Well, because fucking the coach, like, goes on top of her and then, like, has, like, a little alien thing. You know, it's kind of like the the alien mouth inside of the, you know, bigger alien. He, like, kind of has that going and it pops out and he, like, puts it in her ear and she starts bleeding and shit. 
And then at that point, the fucking dead body from earlier, that chick with uh, cancer, uh, she falls over because she's just hanging out inside of the uh, the closet of the teacher's lounge where Elijah and Delilah are hiding. And then it makes a bunch of noise, and then these guys go over. They're like, oh, shit. And then they kind of beat him up a little bit. And then, yeah, th- that's when we kind of caught up to where we were before because we were talking about the whole thing with uh, Chris McDonald ripping the book and shit because that's when Elijah runs off. And then calls his parents and the cops and stuff. It is funny, though, because he falls at one point, and then Delilah just fucking ditches him. He goes, Delilah! Delilah! Falls, gets up, keeps running. She is so long gone. Dude, he's, like, screaming at her, and she's like, no. She didn't even turn around. Yeah. I feel bad for the kid, because, like, his love, Delilah, does not pay attention to him. And then he goes home, and he tries to convince his parents of, like, what he saw. He's like, they're messed up, there's dead bodies... Let's go to school. I'll try to prove it to you. And he is unable to do that. And his dad is just like, you're a crazy person and you need to go to therapy. And like, mom doesn't believe him either. Yeah, she doesn't believe him. She's just worried about the porn in between his bed. Like a good mom should be. Get all up in your son's sexual life. All, all mothers out there, you better know where your son hides his porn. You better, because in case you need to take it away one day, you better know where <laughs> yeah. it's located. <laughs> you need to take everything from them, including their porn. <laughs> so now uh, they go back to school, and Elijah, like, and the goth get into talks about how every science fiction movie was, like, made for the purpose of making us think that everything was make-believe, so when it actually happens, no one would notice. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's why movies are made. That makes sense. We should all look actually look at movies under those glasses, right? Right. <laughs> Like, make-believe glasses? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all make-believe, so anything that ever happens in a movie cannot happen in real life, ever. No, of course not. I'm, if it does, I, I, I turn a blind eye. I'm not here for it. Which is great, because then that would mean nobody's parents would die if you watch a lot of Disney movies. Oh, <laughs> there you go. We're solving trauma here. Yeah. There you have it. This is a good show. This is actually... I should list this under therapy. Is that, a, is that a podcast category? Honey, please don't. I think we make them feel good. I make them feel good. It's great. Uh, he's, a, he's a true therapist. Who was it? It was Mary Beth and then Mr. Zeke. Mr. Zeke. Because I hated anything that happened um, involving like someone kissing this guy. It really upset me. So... um. Mary Beth walks off with him and then she's getting all like into him and I'm like really you're into the like 23 year old drug dealer with the worst fucking haircut I've ever seen in my life that sells like bootleg pornos out of his fucking shitty car in the parking lot of the school that's who you're into he was the only one that was nice to her I it was just I guess well, he's not even nice to, I feel like he was kind of a dick to her too and I was like I don't know about that dude like, I don't know about all it's this. It's a little sketch, but in high school, you make very bad decisions. That is true. So, Let's face yeah. it. So she's into him, and then they end up, like, in this room, and he's like, if anyone catches us here, just grab a hold of me and act like we're making out. And I was like, don't do that, don't do that. And then they start making out. And then he also says a line, he's like, the punishment will be much less severe. And I'm like, no. Maybe, like, in terms of, like, school, but then, like, if you don't want to kiss this guy, then you're just making out some fucking... That's, that punishment's so much worse. True. What are you talking about? Except that it's... it's He's, like, the hot older guy who knows what he's doing, and she has no friends. 
does he know what he's doing? You think he's getting laid with that haircut? He's getting laid left and right, this kid. He's like, There's here, no I'm going to give you a free Bic pen. Let's do the thing. And I guarantee you all the ladies are like, Fuck. great. I'm mad that you're right. I'm mad that like that's extremely true. That like, 100%, the guy with the fucking cocaine and a Bic pen yeah. is getting all the ladies, he's, including the teachers. Even even though he's he's kind of an old fart. This is, this is a terrible reality, but I guess you're very right. It's 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 the truth. Yeah, you're welcome. So then the start the movie starts, you know, ripping off the thing in a, kind of a pretty cool way because uh, Zeke chops off this professor's fingers and they start like you know growing these little tentacle things in place of his fingers, and then uh, Zeke stabs this cocaine filled pen into his eyeball, which. I don't, their explanation is absurd, but it causes this alien malfunction. They're like, oh yeah, so these little alien things are looking for a host that's really moist. So when it gets a host that isn't moist, they die, just like the cancer chick from earlier. She was really dry and old, so she just died. But they get some moist humans, they just live on, man. And when I stab this caffeine into them, it just dries them out, and they die. <laughs> That was the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life, and I've heard some absurd shit. It was their one way to tie together why the little specimen that they found was able to grow, but only grow in water. And then they were like, well, we'll just make it that the reason they can live, they have to live in water if we just prove that they need water to actually survive. So what could then kill a human if if they're a source for that? It's like, oh yeah, empty them out with a bunch of cocaine. I actually just realized why I think I like this movie. Why? I think I really like this movie because the more that I talk about it right now, this entire plot is just like a South Park episode. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally just thinking of like one weird joke and then just continuing it on and making like a, an intelligence or like, you know, quote unquote intelligent story about it. <laughs> I mean, I think South Park stories actually are intelligent and more intelligent than this, but it's also yeah. like that base of like, there's fart jokes and there's fucking like, hey, yeah, what if you just put some fucking cocaine in a Bic pen and you sold to kids, but it was actually caffeine, but then you actually used it to kill an alien. <laughs> uh, I would hope they came about with like, what could kill it? That was by accident accident but maybe you're right really prepped it up ahead i really i hope so i i think uh i don't know under under that guys i think this is a pretty uh funny movie i, I can't say intelligent but no i can't it's, say it's, intelligent it's either but it has some it has some good good stuff where you're like oh okay so now they they actually have the vaccine the kids do not the teachers maybe we're the dummies though and this movie is just it, it's here He's twirling his mustache again. God help us. It's here. It's you you have two sides to your mustache. We get it. You can twirl them both. <sighs> I hate my life. Just get a suit already and go out and call yourself Josh. Hartnet. So Continue. everyone heads back to to Hart Dick's science laboratory. And uh, Mary Beth finds out that uh, Heart Heartthrob or whatever uh, has been selling crushed up caffeine pills um, under the guise of a good haircut. <laughs> and they do an experiment on what I think is actually uh, Haircut's pet rat. So the next scene is kind of a dick move because he, he puts an alien inside of his pet rat. And then he like snaps his neck. He's like, sorry, buddy. Yeah, that part was sad where I was like, oh, this poor little dude. It, uh, I don't think he snapped his neck. I think he like shot it with like a thing right oh maybe Doesn't i don't know matter. What he, he killed it 
And it was like, I mean, okay, so maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. I have a snake, so I mean, I feed him mice and whatnot. I feed him frozen mice, so I kind of like keep myself away from it, like in my head. Uh, I didn't plan on having a yeah. snake. I kind of found him and I rescued him, and then like, and now I'm like, okay, now I gotta feed him mice. Can't just not feed him. But when I saw this, I was like, but that was your pet. Like he was talking to him, like it was his pet. And then I was like, and you just tested on your pet, and you killed it, and then you're opening it up that's kind of rude he's a chemist on the side and a drug dealer full-time he has no emotions caleb he's just a hot teenager trying to make some money trying to get laid by the hot blonde mary beth he's just trying to make ends meet fuck his teacher all that fun stuff yes living the living the life living the high school life but he can't afford a good hairstylist, so what is it all for? I don't know. I mean, somebody end. would, you know, some people might call his haircut, you know, stylish, original, um, unique, you know. Uh, you, on the other hand, you know, uh, I don't know if you're able to actually see with your own two eyes anything that's eccentric. No, I I only see, um, it's like a wallpaper. Huh. An endless wallpaper. That must be exhausting. You must get dizzy after a while. I get a little dizzy, but it's a good kind of dizzy. Yeah, you seem like that's right up your alley, though. So now this movie goes full on the thing, because they're like, hey, what if one of us in this room is actually an alien? Yeah. And they all start getting pissed at each other. Like the way- They're just like, hey, you kind of said a word that I've never heard you say before. <laughs> so what if you're an alien? And they're like, hey, you kinda your hair's a little different today. What if you're the alien? It's true. They they just like chose a moment <laughs> where they're like, everyone's gotta turn on each other. Yeah. And then like even the girl's like, you don't want to play football anymore. What if you're the alien? <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid. And then that's when they're like, alright, we all have to snort this cap this these crushed up caffeine pills that i have and that's going to determine whether or not we're the aliens so it's pretty much like the thing you know when they're like putting the hot little fucking uh hot little needle in the little blood oh yes see if it'll jump yes it, they're doing that but with caffeine in a pick pen <laughs> and then they're all being really hesitant but then they kind of decide to do it and then elijah goes first and, you know he starts laughing and shit and zeke gets all or no uh stan gets all mad and he points a gun at him and then zeke's like he's tweaking man let him tweak that was a that was a very funny moment where the drug dealer was like let a druggie be a druggie and his and enjoy his drug please and elijah's was- like just the nerd alert who's never done a drug in his life Honestly, at that moment, I was like, this is going to give him an edge because he's doing it in front of Jordana. Jordana Brewster, I forget her character's name. I know we're not supposed to use. Delilah. 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 Forget about it. It's Jordana Brewster. We all know we're talking about Elijah. Now he has like a one-up because he's done cocaine in front of her and he was the first one to do it. And I'm like, Jordana cares about cool stuff. So this might be a thing that gets them together. You come on my show. Yeah. And you call people by their real name? Yeah. People aren't people are going to be like, what's the faculty? And then also they're going to be like, I don't remember characters names. But then when I say Jordana Brewster, they're like, oh, right. I remember everything. Look, no one knows Jordana Brewster. They know Delilah. Just get out of town. okay? Jordana, a huge hit in the Fast and the Furious movies. No one care. You know what? You want to know something? What? There's a Discord chat 
that goes it's like private now so no one messaged me about joining it i closed a long time ago fuck you guys um but there's a private discord chat and my buddy actually the person who who uh recommended this movie uh, or, or or fucking sold me out made me do this fucking movie she messaged the group chat last night and said hey there's a uh, uh, Fast and Furious Marathon on, I don't know what she said, uh, I, I, I ignored it completely, yeah, I don't see it right there. She said me some stupid shit trying to get me to watch a Fast and Furious Marathon. I would rather eat shit and live. Oh, yeah, and not die. Interesting. That means you really, you're never gonna watch it. You would never watch a Fast and Furious film, and honestly, the first one was very good. How many have you seen? Wait, you said you've never watched one, or you said the first one? What? I said the first one was very good, Caleb. Okay, and I believe I saw the second one. I didn't watch Tokyo Drift, and I think I saw the other ones after that. I think I saw like five. I'm into cars. Name all cars. What do you mean? Name every car if you're into cars. I can't, but I do like Eleanor Okay. from the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, which really made me want a Shelby Mustang. I got a collectible box once with a, a little model of that Gone in 60 Seconds car. <gasps> and the first thing I did was give it away. Oh, I would have loved that. I would have been the first in line. Oh, I was pissed. I was like, why? I looked, when I opened it up, I was like, why the fuck would you send me this garbage? Because you're a garbage person. Yeah, I am. But I was like, it, the fact that I, that I see this as garbage is absurd. You're you're an absurd person who doesn't like gifts. No, no, the gifts are disgusting. Just like your mustache. Doug Dimadome. Who the hell is that? Owner of the Dimsdale Dimadome. I'm gonna say no, Caleb. So they all get high as fuck, and they all they meet do. up at the gym, discuss the aliens. They kill a chick that they already killed earlier. That's like a permadeath. So I like the permadeath. <laughs> That one was weird, though, because remember, they were, like, debating killing her, and then Zeke just, like, runs up and just shoots her in the head. He just does it, and they were like, we think that was a mistake. But then, it wasn't a mistake. No. She, she popped back. back to life. And then, that's when they stab her in the eye. I think, it like, if I was gonna stab any zombie or anybody anywhere, I would go for the head, and the eye is the most, like, you know, vulnerable like the area. softest part of the head. Easy. Stick it right through the eye and then you get into the brain. Sold. Done. Let's call it a day. It's like an easy access right to the brain. Hard to do an angle though in the eye that way. You just I kind of got to just go straight in there. It depends on the material. See, this is how you survive a zombie apocalypse. How? I feel like we got to get like, you got to make some good eye stabbing weapon. You know, one with like a good little tilt on a little curve. A little curve. Yeah. And when you go to stab, it just goes right up. It goes, it goes up. I see, I see what you're saying. It does a curve. I've got it, but I mean, you got to hollow it out so you can fit the caffeine in it. Yeah, you need to juice it up, just like you juiced up the big pens. But now we're just talking expenses here. And honestly, Josh Hartnett's Zeke's idea is cheaper, more economical. And you get a little trigger, and you can shoot the caffeine directly into the brain. It's a stab. With a with mm-hmm. a with a tilt, I get it, and then a, I get and then a shooting mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think that the the cocaine should just happen automatically upon stabbing. But if I mean, if you want to add a trigger to it, you're just adding more things on top of things, Caleb. It sounds like that's what you do here. Uh, so you want an auto, and it automatically shoots. Uh huh. 
Okay. It's it's one fell swoop. It's a stab and cocaine, same time, that's how it goes down. So pretty much they all start to get separated because they're just all like, they're pretty much just fighting the world as aliens at this point in the movie. And they all get separated and Casey gets like chased by an entire football team. Uh, the weird teacher that's into Zeke starts coming around asking about his cherry flavored Magnum condoms from earlier and then tries to stick her mouth's tentacles inside of his ear. It's a good time. Uh, it's a little like a, like kind of like a, those, those hentai hentai things yeah. you know <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that and then he ends up uh taking her out by driving uh it, this made I, I was fine with it at this point but it was just not okay he he takes her out by driving his car directly into a bus and exploding it which sends her flying and the reason zeke doesn't go flying is because he like buckles his seatbelt like in the nick of time so dumb that part was pretty dumb Cause I, but I mean, I'm like, okay, got it. Like he is, they did set him up to be the smart kid, uh, where I'm like, cool. He's using his brains here. And this lady is already an alien who probably didn't think like, oh, a seatbelt works. I don't know how their brain works. Anyway, that was a cool part when her head came off of her body and she turned into a spider head. Yeah. She was like a, she was like a landopus. Straight out of the thing. It's another, like, to me, that was like, oh, the thing. I'm like, she looked like. Yeah, a head octopus crawling on the ground. Spy, spy, landopus. You can give up now. Head spy, spy, landopus head. You should have stopped already. We were all really or hoping like a tr- you would. Or like, like, or a, like a turtle. Like a, oh, I like, thought you were gonna go tarantula. That would have made more sense. But no, you went for turtle, which means you really should have stopped. Turt, turt, lantula, turt, lantula. Like a turtle, but a tarantula. We'll just settle on that. No, no, one, no, 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 no. It's a tarantula with a shell. Right, a tarantula turtle. A tarantula, not yeah. See, not a turtle. Tra- tarantula turtle. Exactly, exactly what I said three times ago. Well, no, no, no. If you got a turtle tarantula, then that's like a that's a that's a as turtle head, like the little the little lizard head. And then, right, we're talking a tarantula and, body uh, with a shell, shell on top. That's the why shell it's a tarantula is, the shell would turtle, be furry. Caleb. And then, but this one is tarantula turtle. Turtle. And the shell furry. is not furry. It's just like a but, turtle yeah, shell. Yeah, the shell. Yeah, the shell's not. The shell's just there. But Correct. half the head As is like a, a spot, and half, and then half is turtle. Half turtle, half half tarantula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know that. I mean, I I'm basically the one that made it up right here, right now. Here, I, on I pet a donkey this morning. You did. It was, I named it Xbox. Oh. It's a terrible name. I feel bad for the donkey. I think he deserves no, something No, no, she loved it. She nibbled on my foot. Oh, that's fun. And her name's Xbox. Yeah. So he kills that octopus thing. Actually, no, that octopus thing lived. He just ran away from it. Yeah, he was like, he went, he went, fuck this. And then he left. I was like, what? <laughs> you need to kill it. You know what was weird about that octopus head, too? You can <clears throat> see that the legs were, like, sewn onto the head. Oh, yeah, 100%. She also was like, could know where her body was and sense that she was like trying to get back to it. I was like, what is going on here with this thing? Well, the headless body kind of like walking around like Helen Keller was pretty funny. You know, it was doing the like, oh, oh. I loved it. That was one of the most like the best effects in this movie. To me, I thought I was like, this looks so cool. I loved it. And then. And then Mary Beth and Skeksis, um, you know, the goth chick, uh, they were having a heart-to-heart in the gym, which unfortunately for Skeksis yes. ends with Mary Beth turning into a giant amphibian alien creature. And then, uh, but actually, it's more like, it's more kind of like the Loch Ness Monster, right? 
Yeah, I mean, yes, a Loch Ness monster is a good way to like, or like a catfish Loch Loch Ness monster. Yeah, like a like a literal. That's great. A catfish face, and the rest of the body is like the Loch Ness monster. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Pretty gnarly. Yeah, I guess that's the king of these um, alien creatures for whatever reason. Yeah. She was the queen of all of them. Which is also strange because she snorted coke earlier, but we'll we'll reveal that in a little bit, like pretty much right now. But real quick, she grabs the goth girl Skeksis and she slams her entire fucking head on like the cement in the pool grounds. And I was like, and she starts bleeding everywhere immediately. I was like, oh, she's fucking dead. Like she is murdered, murdered. Like she's done. And then somehow she gets out. And then she's just like, she's just kind of like holding her head in the locker room. She's like, ow, my head hurts. I'm like, what? I love it also that she was the one, like Stokes is has been the one just because she watches uh, movies that she's the one that knew how to find the alien, that if you kill the queen, everyone else can still live based on all these movies that I've saw, uh, Body Snatchers and Invasion of whatever all those movies were. I can't even remember. But I love that Stokes was the one that got closest to the queen and was able to, like, figure out, because they were like, well, you don't listen to her. She's like a lesbian and a nerd, and she dresses weird. She's she's crazy. <laughs> and then, like, it turns out to be true. Nice to Mary Beth. Like, she befriended her. And then Mary Beth was like, you're going to die first, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're going. And then... Well, she ends up turning back and forth, which is also weird. I didn't know that they could just turn into things. Yeah, but you can't. Apparently, your obviously your clothes go away once you turn into a giant queen, and then she's just prancing around in the nude. And then during that too, because like when the goth chick runs away, she gets turned into an alien thing too. Which this this is why it all confused me because I was like, why can't she? turn into other things too can only certain people turn into things and is it only when they get hurt or do they choose when they can get turned the rules seemed very well no wacky. i think it's only the queen that can turn into like a huge thing and the other ones are just like little minions but what about the other one like with her head getting chopped off and immediately growing tentacles and walking around and shit like do they yeah, only grow right. extra things when it gets chopped i think off? they were like listen we don't have the budget for that we got one big thing and another lady who can it's gonna be a tarantula turtle and other than that these people their face has got to change and that's how we know they've been bit but we don't have a budget for them to change into anything else except for the hot blonde to get nude that's fair we can pay her for that i mean the things they chose were weird though like the weird face morphs and stuff i mean like it was all just cgi i wonder how much it's it costs for like each of those little scenes and whatnot i really do wonder where all the budget went in this like how it was distributed they were in like one place but there was a shit ton of cgi in this yes there was and it actually didn't look bad i thought that the effects looked pretty pretty decent i mean it would be it would have been way cooler obviously if it was practical but uh, whatever it was fine for what it was i do think it looked terrible but i do think like under the guise of the like under the like in the setting that it was in i thought it was fine like it was all funny so i was like i wasn't like looking for like amazing looking stuff yeah i agree it was entertaining you know like it got the job done i'll say yes oh you know what i went over for a second Me oh actually no i didn't go over it's coming right now they pretty much have that whole uh you know the age-old trope of shoot her she's the evil one at one point too like fucking zeke 
because Zeke comes in, and Zeke is like, Mary Beth, why are you completely naked? She's just like, well, I, uh, I got a story to tell you. Um, I'm actually the alien. And, and they're like, but you took the drugs earlier. She's like, no, I didn't, because I closed my nose holes with my mechanized skin flaps. Yeah, and then released the cocaine onto the ground with her weird tentacles. How could they not, for one, how could they not see that getting released and her not storing it? Like, they were looking at everyone else and, like, remember when they did the close-up on that one big pen and you can see it all, like, yes. shoot up? It was insane. It's crazy. Yeah, so I was like, how could they not see that on her? And then the fact that she literally just, like, did that, like, skin flip. That means it didn't even go in her nose. But the zoom in and them showing, like, her skin just growing over her nose was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, it just looked like little gills where I was like, oh, that's how they're going to explain it. OK. Yeah, I think I was I, I was going to cry, but pretty much that's like basically the end of the movie. They just get like some scat pens going. They have this whole thing where like Zeke says, oh, this is my last scat pen like seven fucking different times. But he keeps getting new ones. And then Elijah grabs the last remaining scats after people get knocked out. And he just, like, uh, they run through the bleachers, like these mechanized bleachers. And it's a pretty kind of cool shot where it's, like, you know, it's all retracting as they're running through it. I mean, it's shitty. It's ridiculous. But I liked it for whatever reason. And then um, the Loch Ness Monster gets crushed. And then uh, Elijah stabs it in the eye with scat. And then it explodes. And then he's like, you wouldn't have liked it here anyway, Ohio. I love that line. That was the one line I wrote down from this movie. I was like, uh. The last lines of the movie suck, though, because we just got to see the end of everything. You know, Zeke smoking cigarettes on the high school court. And then now, since he's not in love with Mary Beth anymore, he's um, still in love with the high school teacher who's also in love with him, which is a whole nother topic. Um, and then Stan and the Skeksis, the goth are in love. And then Elijah Woods in the newspaper, you know, he's a hero. Delilah loves him. And the last lines are from Delilah, who goes, you know, you can be pretty cool sometimes. And then Elijah says, things sure have changed, haven't they? But um, bomb. except you did forget to mention one line. I forget who says it. I think it's Josh Hartnett's character, Zeke. When he gives the big pen and he's like, guaranteed to fuck you up. Uh, oh no, God. no, he says, jack you up. That's what he says. And I was like, oh, my God, I thought that was the corniest coolest nerd alert line that i just i loved that it was in this film i i hate that i love it so much <laughs> so much yeah i don't know why i like this movie as much as i did because for all intents and purposes it fits the bill of everything that i hate in a lot of movies but at the same time it was so fun that i was like you know what i, I kind of love this yeah i mean it's a it's a fun movie to watch Especially if you can watch with a friend and make fun of it for, you know, just all the tropes that they follow in regards to like a high school rom-com. But then there's a com there's a horror aspect to it. They follow all the tropes and like you'll be able to call out most of it before it happens. But it's still a good time while you're watching. Yeah, I would definitely love to watch this with a crowd. It seems kind of fun. Would you would you recommend this to anyone? I think I would just to say, oh, you should be able to say that you've seen the faculty but if you haven't seen The Thing, please watch The Thing first. And then you'll see, like, the callbacks to the faculty, which I'm like, oh, the writer is a huge fan of Spielberg. And uh, it just seems like he he loves, like, the, the monster aspect in all of his writing is, like, there's a bunch of, I think not callbacks, but there's a vibey thing here in regards to, like, Spielberg and also The Thing. 
which I know those two aren't really related, but I was gonna say, what did Spielberg do with the thing? <laughs> well, I was just I was thinking about the thing. The thing's a great movie, the monster part, but then the writer's a huge fan of Steven Spielberg, and there's a lot of moments with in regards to um, the writing that feels very he's trying to make Spielberg like in the storytelling aspect. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm following. I'm following. I combined two really too fast. I didn't. I didn't take time to pause, Caleb. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You do what I do. That's 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 in that's very in the vein of horror soup. It makes sense. <laughs> you kind of just like don't go on one topic. You just combine like three together. Yeah, that's what I just did just there for you all. So, what would you rate this, Tara? Uh, out of ten. Um, out of five. Uh, I would give it a three point five. I would agree with you on that. Like, because it's like it's not a five movie. But it's not a one movie. Like, I think it almost is because it's pretty fucking shitty in a lot of ways. But at the same time, it's really fun. Like, and it's not like you said, it does have, I guess, if you're looking for it, it has some like emotionalness to the characters, you know? There's I mean, it's it's one of those where it's like a uh, kind of like a guilty pleasure type flick that you would really you can watch if you want to make fun of it, but you can cook dinner at the same time because there's not a lot to worry about. You don't have to like really pay attention. Yeah, you're not you're not missing much if you don't like pay attention to a scene or two in this. No, you'll catch up. So yeah, like I said earlier, this was kind of weird. I was gonna do like a kill count or I was gonna do like a turn count, but then like at one point everyone was an alien aside from like three people. So I was like, okay, that doesn't fucking matter anymore. But I think the only permanent kills in this were the science teacher, um, the fucking like the male science teacher, you know, with the cut off fingers. Yes. The old chick that melted from cancer, uh, Miss Drake, because she got killed once, but then she turned, but then she got permanent killed when she got shot in the head and then cocained. And then uh, Mary Beth, who was the lead alien. I think those were the only ones that got permanently killed. So only three. Uh, four. There was a science teacher, uh, cancer, Drake, and then Mary Beth. Uh, right. I can count. Don't worry about me. Quick maths with Tara Erickson. Welcome to my classroom. And then uh, we actually did have uh, one on the boob count in this one. There was uh, one naked person, which I didn't think was going to happen in this movie. I was actually kind of thrown off when Mary Beth showed up naked. I was like, oh, that didn't actually need to happen in this one. Not at all. But I was glad that they really they shaded her a lot. Like you couldn't really even see a whole a whole lot. When I first saw her standing there, like with her tits out, I thought she was nippleless. Oh, I'm not kidding. The, like, the very first time I was, like, looking, because they kind of, like, glanced a couple times, I was like, did they remove her nipples? Yeah. I was like, do aliens not have nipples? I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Caleb is just dreaming about nippleless women now because of this movie. Someone make one. <laughs> you should make it. <laughs> so, uh, Tara, the horse soup tradition yes. is that uh, every guest answers a fuck, Mary kill that I've made specifically for the movie. Let's do it. Are you ready for your options? I'm ready. You have the haircut guy, Zeke, um, which kind of went a little off the rails now that you have a weird thing with him. Uh, the Loch Ness Monster, so uh, Mary Beth in her aquatic form. Oh, okay. And then you have me. You. Oh, God. Jesus, you really, you throw a ringer in there with that? There's always a curveball. I, I mean, obviously, you and I, were going to have to do the juice. I'm going to have to marry... Uh, um zeke because you know he he he's an entrepreneur he knows how to sell stuff out of his car he's he just is like whatever we'll just hang out i'll be cool and he's probably would be a great husband i guess and you gotta kill you gotta kill the Loch Ness monster 
I'm very interested that you call sex the juice. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> just did just now. I probably have done it, though, before. Let's face it. It's not like just a uh, a thing that you just throw out. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't not make sense. It the juice, right? There's juice involved. It's kind of a catchphrase of mine. Doing the you're, juice. You're okay, okay. <laughs> so Tara, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tell everyone where you know they can find you and all the things you're doing and like you know what what's what's going on in the in the world of Tara. Oh man, guys, uh, I am DB me. Uh, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. My name is Tara Erickson. You spell it this way. T-A-R-A-E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N. Um, yeah, I make a bunch of videos on YouTube, uh, Instagram. I'm on TikTok. You can follow me at the Tara Erickson on Twitter. I'm at Tara Erickson on Instagram at the Tara Erickson on TikTok. Google me. I'm DB me. I act too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, happy to be on the show look me up come say hi and guys she does have a couple of horror flicks out there so go watch those too if you're just looking for you know horror stuff like she said imdb her yeah and uh in regards to this piece of shit show if you like it uh tell a friend because you know that helps more than anything uh follow the podcast on instagram at horror soup twitter at horror soup sucks you can check out my youtube at youtube.com slash horror soup uh, i'm on letterbox doing movie reviews at horror soup caleb check out scream which is another horror movie podcast that i host with elena from morbid a true crime podcast and uh tara say bye to the people bye soulful rubs up baby rubs up Give me harasu, give me, give me harasu, give it, give it harasu, harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply double on down Some of the spooky stew Blue wine and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full.
after himself.